so many people have misconstrued God's sovereignty. To think that God is sovereign only in some aspect of nature and human affairs, and not all aspects, is indeed an unfortunate misunderstanding of the nature and personality of God. It was against this background understanding God's sovereignty was conceived. One is faced with the most fundamental cosmological question of all. How did the universe come into being? Was there a creator? And if so, why are the complexities of our world? One is therefore forced upon a path of logics where one assumes that if there was a creator, he should be benevolent and should seek the welfare and happiness of his creatures. One could even go further to say he should leave his footprints in nature for everyone to see to remove all lingering doubts about the creation of the universe. These questions and assumptions are natural and correct. These questions can be quickly answered because God did create a perfect universe and a world free from pain and suffering. And unquestionably, He left His footprints in all of nature. As for the complexities of our world, man can best answer his own question, for it was the misguided exercise of his free choice that was responsible for the painful realities of our world. Our reflection takes us back to the sovereignty of God in nature, in which we saw that nature itself hinges on a bundle of mysteries which are indispensable to reality. Were these mysteries to be removed, in the fraction of a second, the whole realm of nature would have disintegrated into nothingness and oblivion. But these mysteries have other relevance, as they direct us to the invisible hand of the Creator. How the universe is systematically held together in space for possibly billions of years is a profound mystery. Every second of time, a nuclear reaction of incredible proportion occurs in a star. A nuclear reaction occurs in the whole heavens every moment of time. The earth is tilted one side at an angle of 23 degrees. It rotates at a velocity of 1,000 miles per hour and simultaneously orbits the sun at a velocity of 66,000 miles per hour yet retains its tilted angle. We looked at some evidences of nature by which we were able to deduce the cause of the universe. We pointed out that such evidences of life, intelligence, self-determination among men, the orderly arrangement of the universe, its systematic functioning, its infinity, and its immutable laws all suggest the cause of the universe is an intelligent, immutable, infinite being of self-determination. But the secrets of the universe were unlocked by the articulation of God's eternity and infinity. The creation of empty space, the origin of cold and darkness, and the early formative stage of the universe of dust and gas. We found that our deductions from nature as to the cause of the universe were confirmed by the verbal self-revelation of God to the degree we were able to perceive the inner nature and personality of God. We saw a God of infinite holiness, love, and mercy. Contrary to the deistic worldview, which is essentially one of sovereign abandonment, 
we saw God's personal involvement in the affairs of mankind. He has made of one blood all the nations of mankind to live on earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. He has removed and replaced thrones and kingdoms throughout the ages. We saw that He uses human choice as the principle of His government of mankind. The misguided exercise of man's free choice brought sin into the world, and as a consequence, the complexities. Sin not only has natural consequences, but eternal as well. This brought about the need for the provision of redemption. We saw the provision made by the act of the Incarnation. It provided the Son of God a holy human body to offer the vicarious sacrifice of Himself to the Father on behalf of mankind. 